0: This podcast is brought to you by The City Church in Mississauga, Ontario. For more information, please visit thecitychurch.ca. Come on, that was so good. I mean, I know they're backstage right now, but I just have to say, as a youth pastor, that's one of the coolest things ever, man. That's one of the coolest things to see students who have decided to give up their time, their energy, their weekend. Are you kidding me? Getting up early, okay? And investing and making this happen. So I'm just super proud of those guys. They've been doing such a great job. Love it. Well, awesome. Welcome to Youth Takeover. Hey, I know this is maybe a little bit of a different feel than normal. Hey, if this is your first time actually, we want to give you a special City Church welcome. Can we give it up for our first time guests? So glad that you guys are here. Hey, if you could do us a huge favor, and there's a card in the seat pocket in front of you that says, I'm new. If you would be able to just fill that out between now and the end of service and then take it over to the connect bar after the service, that would be absolutely incredible. But we're definitely glad that you're here. Aren't we, City Church family? Come on, one more time for our first time guests. All right. Youth Takeover. Hey, my name is Tyler, like I said, and me and my wife Jane have the privilege of getting to lead the youth ministry here at the City Church City Youth on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, and it's just the best. I mean, we love getting to hang out, do life. See students live out their calling, discover their purpose, and it's the best job ever. So parents, thank you for trusting me. I'm not a parent, so I don't really know what I'm doing. I mean, I went to Bible college, but I'm trying my hardest. That's all I'm saying. If I screw them up, God's grace, I don't know. Like, what happens there? I'm just kidding. Come on. City Youth, let's give it up for them. Best teenagers in the GTA, in the world, right here, right here. All right, well, today... I want to talk about decisions. I want to spend a couple of minutes talking about choices that we make. If you're like me, there have been times in your life where you have made bad decisions. Can we be honest in church? Put up your hand. Yeah. Um, there have been times where I've said yes to something and it didn't turn out exactly as I had hoped. Um, I remember uh, I made a decision to beg, beg. Beg my parents to let me have the car the very first day that I got my license and take a girl to a concert. Seemed like a great idea, right? It was until I let my foot off of the brake at a red light and hit the car in front of me. First day with my license. That was a bad choice, okay? I don't know why all these stories have to do with girls. Anyway, I remember when I was 15 and I met a certain girl From Texas at camp. And somehow convinced myself that this was the girl that I was going to marry. I mean, the camp was here. She was from Texas. But I was like, we're going to have kids. They're going to have dual citizenship. Hey, that was prophetic for my wife now. So hey, God knew what he was doing, okay? He was setting it up. I thought it was a great decision. You know, I actually have a picture for this next one. I thought it would be a great decision to get frosted tips at one point. Oh, come on. Let him have the picture. Oh... (laughs) now this is not any over this is like the at home version okay with the little cap do you guys know what I'm talking about that thing hurts okay that is the definition okay you know what I'm just going to be completely transparent church. you know what's the worst part about this picture see this it looks like somebody else is getting their hair done you see here I was getting frosted tips right beside me my grandma is doing the exact same thing I didn't tell first service that so you should be honored I thought, look at the gap between my teeth. I was a chubby kid too. Look at that. Hey, that's okay. I didn't, I don't know. I thought the frosted tips would help. Make me look slender. I don't know. What am I talking about? Thought it was a good decision. Now, I've made some bad decisions. I've said yes to things that at points I don't think totally worked out. But, I think I've also, I'm fairly confident that I've also made some really good decisions in my lifetime that have worked out pretty well for me. You know, I think it was a good decision that five years ago now, I decided to hop on a plane and go to Bible school in Portland, Oregon. Man, that was crazy. But I'm so glad I said yes to that. I'm glad that, um, you know, at that Bible school, I met a certain girl. Another story about a girl. This one worked out, though, let me tell you. (laughs) I met a girl with long, flowing brown hair. And the rest is history, my friends. And you know, she was begging me so much to go out with me. And I said yes to that. And that was a pretty good choice, I'm telling you. Completely the opposite of what actually happened. But you know, I think it worked out okay. You know, I think it was a good decision for a couple years after meeting that girl. When some dude named Brent called me up and said, Hey... There might be, you know, what what about coming to work here at the city church in Mississauga? And I'm like, I don't know if these people are crazy, like, I don't know, like, but I would say it worked out pretty good. There are certain things that I've decided, I've said yes to, that I think have worked out because here's what I've found. Life is all about what we say yes and no to, right? Life is all about the choices that we make, the things we say no to. But I think what's even more important are the things that we say yes to. The things that we say yes to. See, I've made a lot of good decisions. I think maybe one of the best decisions, I can say confidently that one of the best decisions I ever made was as a teenager, I decided to get plugged in and connected and invested in what was going on in my youth group. I decided that I was going to say yes to church, not as an adult, not because my parents were forced to me. Are there any church kids in the house like you didn 't have a choice to get saved? You know what I 'm talking about? You were born in the front row of the pews like it 's <laughs> a weird word picture i don 't know anyway, sorry like i 'm a church kid through and through, but listen, when I made a decision for myself to say yes to church, I can confidently say that every good thing in my life is a result of that. Every good thing, every relationship, every opportunity, my career, where I live, my friends, all of that is a result of, as a teenager, as a 14, 15 year old kid deciding, I am not going to wait till I'm an adult to get plugged into church. But as a teenager, pimples and all, I am going to say yes to church. I want to talk today about four things that I discovered when I said yes to being part of my youth group. Four things that I found when I said yes. And these things are huge. And they are massive. And I want everybody, not just the students, I want everybody to pay attention to these. Four things that I found when I said yes to being a part of my youth group. The first thing that I found was a community to call my own a community to come out. Who knows that life is all about decisions and life is also all about relationships, right? Relationships are so key. Who we choose to attach ourselves to will determine the course of our lives. I've heard it said this way, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Show me the people that you're running or in walking alongside and it will be clear what kind of path you're going to you are. And when I said yes to being a part of my youth group as a student, what I found was so much deeper than just a group of friends that I could hang out with. What I found was a community. I found a community of people who were going the same place, caring about Jesus, falling more in love with Jesus, trying to figure out what he has for them, falling more and more in love with them. And I'm telling you, it's the best thing Ever. It's the best thing ever. There's nothing like a godly community. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? There is nothing like a godly community. Because I found this. We're better when we're together. We are better together. The Bible says that two is better than one. Also a band, Boys Like Girls. Two is better than one. Don't think they were saying the same thing. But listen. The Bible is very clear God is into community. God, listen to this, God invented community. Relationship was His idea. I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about the creation story in Genesis. I was thinking about how thousands and thousands of years ago, and there was chaos over the face of the deep, and the Spirit was dwelling over the waters, and it was dark, and God said, let there be light. And then he said, you know, we're going to have a a dark time of the day and a light time of the day. And he he separated the two. And then there was the water and he created the land and he separated. And then he said, you know what? This is cool. I love all these mountains. The ocean's kind of cool. I'm going to hang out at the beach a little bit. But I think we need to get some animals here. So he got some critters. He got some lizards. Some ants. Why did God invent bugs? I'm just saying. Like, whatever. Food chain. Doesn't matter. You don't need those you just don't I'm arguing with God this can't be a good idea anyway can't be a good idea God creates all of these things and then he says let us create man in our image now everything that God created up until this point the day he looked back on it he said that's good created the animals i like that that's good he creates man and he says you know what It is not good that this man is alone. The first thing that God says is not good is that man is alone. So what does he do? He creates a partner. Now this is great for marriage, okay? Are there any husbands that are just thankful for their wives? Are there any wives that are thankful for their husbands? Come on, relationship, marriage is awesome. But I think this is saying something so much bigger. I think the Bible is saying is that we are not created to live life on our own. No matter what age, no matter who we are, no matter if we're introverted, extroverted, it doesn't matter. We will not live the life that God has in mind for us if we try and do it by ourselves. So what did I find when I said yes to church? I found a community of believers, of friends that were my ride or die group. That it didn't matter if we were maybe struggling or having a bad time, but we could just live life beside each other and try and fall more in love with Jesus. I found a community to call my... Listen, not my parents' community, right? Not my... God bless my parents' friends. They bought me presents. Cool. Great. We go to their house. They would make me food. Love it. But what we each desire... Is a group of people, a community for ourselves. I found that when I said yes. When I decided to go all out, to plug in to my youth group. In fact, I want to show you guys a picture of a group of friends of mine. I lived up in Ottawa, okay? This is me and my band. <laughs> me and my band. Now, um, just ignore this guy in the Nike t-shirt, he's not important at all. Anyway, but listen, we have Alex, on the drums we have Christian, in the middle we have Tyler, It's me, and, right here, Xander, A-C-T-Z, so, we were going to try and one-up Hillsong United, you know, we were going to be the new up-and-coming worship band, so, we decided to call ourselves Axe, right, combined all the letters of our name, and then, you know, we were trying to find a cool, like, tagline, so... We just opened up the book of Acts and, you know, like, we weren't like, you know, we're reading through it. We're reading about Pentecost and people being filled with the Spirit and we're reading about thousands of people being saved. And then we read this verse about the stone which the builders has rejected has become the capstone. I'm 12. I'm like, I have no idea what that means, but that's the one I'm going to pick, I guess. So that was our tagline. Anyway, so we made this band and um, what's crazy, I think there's one more picture of it. Yes. Oh God, look at me. That is bad. Anyway, I love that there's only, I just realized there's only an electric player and a drummer. That did not sound good. The guys in the booth are like just imagining all of the like tech issues. Anyway, so, what's crazy actually is that, is actually, um, Chris on the drums there about five or six years ago, he actually had a heart condition and he passed away in his sleep. But about, it, I mean, it was, I had moved away from there about ten years ago. And I'm telling you, these, this was like my first crew. Like my first like BFFs, okay? Like hanging out every, every chance we got. After church, we'd spend the whole day with each other. Made a band, like all of these things. Ten years later, it was like jumping back in. Like we had never left off. I found community in the context. That's our youth group. That's our youth room. I found community in the church. In my youth. I found my best friends. Every awesome relationship to this day, I can trace back to me so, to it being connected to that initial decision to say, I'm gonna get plugged into the church. Every great and awesome relationship, okay? The reason my mom oh man, I just thought about this. The reason I have this job is because my mom decided to get plugged into her youth group thirty years ago and met a guy named Brent Coulter. There is something about the relationships that are formed in this room and in this community that is so much deeper and spread so much farther than we can even imagine. I found a community to call my own. And you know, that that picture that we just set up, that was maybe one of the first times I ever actually sang or spoke or did anything on stage. I can guarantee you I was off-key for sure. And you know, it it was here, the second thing that I found, after my community, is that I found a place to discover and develop my God-given gifts. Every single one of us, every single one of you city youth, have a gift. The Bible says that God knitted you in his mother's womb before you were even born. He made you the way that you are. And you will discover, all of us will discover those gifts best in the context of the church. In the context of community. Because you're around a group of people who are all trying to figure out what God has for them. Who he created them to be. And when you're in that type of environment, everything else, all of the blurriness and the things that don't make sense, all of that gets cleared away and you begin to see yourself how Jesus made you to be. And you're able to see the gifting that he put on the each inside of each one of you. I would actually say that the best place to develop the gifts and the talents that you have, the best place to discover, develop and use your gifts, is at the church. It's here in the church. If God made you good at something, there is a way that you can use it to serve the church. And I'm not talking about just here on a Sunday or on a Wednesday. I'm talking about you being the church outside of these four walls. To serve God's purpose. To ser- maybe you're really good at sports. Maybe God has put you on your sports team with that particular coach and that particular group for a reason, because He wants you to be a good influence. God has given you intelligence and you're in that class to make a difference. God has given you the gift of singing or speaking. And God maybe wants to have you up on this stage one day. Guys, God has given you a gift gift, and the best thing you can do with it is use it for the glory of the church. It's the best thing that you can do. I discovered things that I didn't even know that I was good at. First time I led worship at a church. First time I spoke at youth. First time, I I do graphic design here at the church too. It's something I really like to do. First time I had to do that, it was for a youth group. It was because I said yes that I discovered things that... I, I mean, I didn't know I could do graphic design. I didn't know I could speak. I didn't know that I, would, I could lead worship. I didn't know any of that. Had it not been for youth, I would miss out on all of the ways that God wanted to use me. What God wanted to do in me and what God wanted to do through me. I love this next one. See, more than discovering just the gifts and the talents, because those things are important. More than discovering just my gifts and my talents, I found out what I was created to do. The third thing that I found was my God-given purpose. My God-given purpose. I found that when I said yes to church. I remember being, would have been about 15, 16 years old and being at a youth camp. We're going to Muskoka this year. we got a conference coming up. It was an environment like that. In the context of youth, youth ministry... And God's speaking to me about what he wanted me about. He wanted me to be involved in serving the church on a full-time. basis. I was called into ministry at that moment. You see, youth was, youth is a space where you can go deep with God and deep with others. And not only will you discover the things that you're good at, your gifts and your talents that God has given you, you will discover why God put you on this planet you will discover the reason that he needed you together in your mother's womb. In the context of community and figuring out your gifts and going deep with Jesus and falling more in love with him, you will each discover, we will all discover, what he wants each one of us to do. Has anybody ever questioned, God, why am I even here? God, what do you want me to do? Bigger than a career, bigger than, God, just what do you want me to do? God, what do you want me to give my life to? I think too often we, 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 we cap that with full-time ministry. We think it's limited to just like, oh, my, 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 if my purpose isn't full-time ministry, then I can't really figure that out in the church. No, I'm telling you. Here, if you will give yourself to church, if you will say yes to giving yourself to church, you will, it will become so clear what God created you, whether it's business, whether it's owning, um, owning a business, inventing something and making a lot of money and then giving it back to your youth pastor who inspired you all these times. And whether it's, whether it's in sports or teaching or, or anything, those are purposes. Those are bigger than careers. Do you guys get that? I'm here to help you on a practical level. We're here. The church is here to help you on a practical level to figure out maybe what you want to do, what university you want to go to. But my heart and my purpose, my purpose is to help you discover your purpose. Our purpose, City Church, isn't that right? Our purpose, I'm so glad that we're part of a church that invests time and resources and energy into helping young people discover their purpose. That creates spaces on Sunday mornings throughout the week. That makes room in budgets. That does all of these things for you. To help them discover their purpose. This is what youth gave me. Youth gave me a clear vision of my God-given purpose. And can I just say, your purpose is not supposed to be small. You are not meant to be an insignificant person. An ineffective person. God wants to use each one of you. God wants to use everybody in this room... Every single person in this room to do huge things for his glory. Bible says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you. Ephesians 3.20. I can do far more than anything you can ask, think, or imagine. He wants to exceed our wildest, wildest years. Guys, your purpose on this planet is not just to get by. God wants you to thrive. God wants you to succeed. God wants the best for you. God has a big, big purpose. For each one of us and for each one of these students, the most important thing I would say, though is that because I said yes, just like Salam said when in that video, when he said yes, he found his his group of friends, but he also found he, he found that next level, he chose to participate, and the thing that I found was a real a personal relationship with Jesus. Everybody needs their own relationship with Jesus. Their own. Not their parents. Not their grandparents or their mentors. Those things are great. But I've found that second-hand relationships don't usually last. You know, we ta- even the way we talk about it. Do you know that person? Yeah, he's a friend of a friend of a friend and we don't really know them. Those relationships aren't the ones that that matter. But the ones that we say yes to, to choose to invest our time, our energy, we invest into those relationships, we find a real and personal relationship with them. See, being a part of a youth group, saying yes to being part of a youth group is what laid a foundation for the rest of my life, can, we, can I just get really practical, students? I'm not belittling in any way what you go through, what you experience. But for anybody that has graduated high school, can we agree that sometimes life gets really hard? Life gets really busy when we get out on our own, and we're the ones paying the bills, and we're the ones dealing with the doctors. And we're the ones that feel like we have no time or mental space or anything left for ourselves. It's a little bit harder to fit God into that equation when we're starting there. But, if while you're a young person, while you're young, if that's the foundation that you build your life on, everything else just begins to kind of click. Everything works together. You build your life on that and you will see God do extraordinary things in you and through you. But it's, st- it's so much easier now. It's easier when you can get your parents to drive you and you're not paying for gas. <laughs> and you don't have a job to think about. And kids, like, do it now and it'll be so much easier later. Man, I can't tell you how many people I know that didn't really make church, I'm not trying to Bash or make anybody feel bad, but I'll say it this way: the people that said yes when they were younger, they are the ones that are consistent now. The ones that were kind of disengaged and they, they were relying on their parents' faith. It, as soon as they graduated, it, they did their own thing. That is. The last thing that I want for you as your friend, first off, as your youth pastor, second. I want everybody to say yes to Jesus. I want you students, I'm so passionate about students saying yes to Jesus because I know that God has something deep. God has a real and personal relationship that isn't dependent on your parents. Your parents' faith, it's not not your faith. You will see things happen when it becomes your own faith. You will experience... God, like it, It's like me trying to have my marriage. But every time I talk or try and have access to Jane, I'm getting someone else to text her about it. It's so much easier when I get real and personal myself. and she And we begin to have this whole other level of relationship. And it is so much stronger and deeper and meaningful. But it starts... By saying yes. I found for me that participating. And not just attending. Is what made all the difference. I love what Salam said. He said. You know before when he. He would just kind of come and wouldn't. Wouldn't pay much attention. When he said yes though. And he opened himself up. He said I'm going to lift my hands. I'm just going to pay a little bit more attention during the message. I'm just going to care a little bit more. That, that yes changed everything for him. Participation is the key. Not just attendance. Participating yourself. Not, oh, my parents are on the city team. We should all be on the city team. Oh, my parents give. What, what, would happen, what would your life look like if you decided with your part time job to start giving to start giving back and serving and, being, and and reading your Bible on your own and not just letting your parents maybe pray for you when you go off for the weekend or when you go off to school, but say when I get up in the morning before I go to school i 'm going to pray on my own. Watch your relationship with Jesus and your life go to a completely different level when the relationship with God becomes personal it will change. Everything. I want to read one verse from Ephesians. I actually already said it earlier, but I think it's so good. Now to him who is able to do far more, this is what God wants for each one of us, far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory Watch in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Listen, God wants to bring glory in the church throughout all generations. God isn't just interested in what happens at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning in the main auditorium. God is interested in what's happening in city kids. God is interested in what's happening in all of our different ages in our city groups. And if I can be a little bit biased... God is heavily invested and interested about what is happening in the lives of our students. God wants to use all generations together, every person, every age, every race, from all time. God wants to do all of this thing to bring Him glory. So what that means is that a relationship with Him, saying yes, can't wait until after graduation. You don't need to wait until you graduate. God can use a baby in the nursery for His glory. God can use a senior. No offense, okay? But man, I'm telling you, God can use a student. God can use a high schooler or a junior high that says, God, I'm saying yes to what you have for me. I'm saying yes to church. I'm saying yes to serving. I'm saying yes to giving. I'm saying yes to giving up my personal time and loving you with all that I have. Would you just say yes? Watch what would happen. And if you're sitting here and you're thinking this is a great message for our students watch what will happen in your own life when you say yes doesn't matter what age you are when you go to that next level and you say yes to plugging in to community to serving when you say yes watch everything change you will discover Everybody, students, everybody. You'll discover a community that is so much healthier, so much less drama, (laughs) that is so awesome. A community to call your own. You'll discover gifts and talents you didn't even know you had just by serving here, by being a part I'm telling you, you're going to discover your purpose the reason you were put on this planet and your relationship with Jesus you are going to discover it and it is going to become real and it is going to become personal so here is my question will you say yes? students, will you say yes? parents, single person grandpas, grandmas Everybody, will you just say yes and see what God will do through you. See how God will work in your life. This is why saying yes is so important. Let me pray for you guys. God, I thank you for every person in this room. Every person. No matter how old, no matter what's going on. Jesus, thank you for the community you have in mind the gifts and talents that each person has, the purpose that each one of us has, and the relationship with you that you have in mind for us God help us all to, even if we've maybe said yes help us to say yes on a whole new level to say yes to that serving opportunity, to that serve Saturday to that giving To that community that we've been worried about. Help us to say yes on a whole new level. And we believe that you're going to do something great in us and through us. If we can do one more thing, everybody. If we can just stretch our hands towards the students here. If you've got a student beside you. Or anything like that. I just want to take a second and I want to pray. God, I thank you for city youth. God, I thank you for every student between the ages of 6 and grade 12. Lord, I thank you for the plan and the purpose that you have in mind for each one of them. God, we ask that you begin to clarify and make clear the things that you have in mind for each one of them, Lord, that you begin to reveal your purpose and your giftings. God, you pray that you would help us all to find community. God, that our relationship with you would go to a whole another level, but God, I also just pray for them personally in their own lives. God, whatever they're facing, whatever they're struggling with, God, may they be reminded that you are enough. God, that you've got a great plan for them. God, that you're for them and that you're not against them. That you want to do something great in and through them. God, we pray for blessing. And favor. God, we thank you for your verse, God, that says that surely mercy and goodness will follow them all the days of their life, starting today. We thank you that you have been following, but God, may there be a, a realization in each one of them, God, that you are chasing them down with your goodness and your love. God, we pray for every aspect of their lives. God, their school, God, their sports, God, their homework, their friends, God, the drama that comes with that, their siblings, their parents, their future anxieties, issues. all. God, we pray. God, that right now, God, you would just remind them that you are with them through it all. We pray for blessing and favor and guidance. And I ask that you do something so huge beyond the wildest dreams in each one of their lives and in us as a church and in City Youth as a youth group, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Just one more quick thing. Maybe you're here today and um, you might have heard about Jesus or heard about church, but you've never been to church or you had a bad experience at church or you were into church and into Jesus at one point in time. But your relationship, you would say that you maybe stopped saying yes daily a little while ago. Or you've never said yes that's you today and you want to start a relationship with Jesus, here's what we would love for you to do, there's a card in the seat pocket in front of you, that says I have decided and if you just take a second and fill that out really quick and again, if you can just turn it into the connect bar after our service here, there's going to be somebody there that wants to give you a hug and pray for you, give you a bible and a little bit more information um, but if that's you, we're just so excited, um, if that's a decision that, that, that's the best yes you'll ever make by the way The best yes you can ever make is a relationship with Jesus. So, thank you for coming to Youth Takeover. I think God is doing something special in our youth. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, just look at what God has done. Like all of these students here, we had our whole other service. Our students on stage. God is doing something so special. It's just cool to see. It's cool to watch. Um, We got a couple awesome things happening after service. So stick around. Uh, We got some stuff outside, but why don't you guys turn your attention to the screen? Thanks for listening. If you need prayer or would like to share how this message has impacted you, please email infothecitychurch.ca.